Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, the podcast, a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And before I jump ahead, we're probably not going to be talking too much about morning 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 conference calls this podcast, but just so that you know, if you don't know already, your morning conference call is also known as, you know, number two, seeing a man about a horse, unpacking butt luggage, that kind of thing. So we all know what that means now. But just wanted to say thank you to everyone who is listening. This is episode 27, if you can believe it. Wow, 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 wow. Feeling pretty good about it. Um, my name is Eliza Gelman. I am the creator of Hotter Than Health. I am also on Instagram at Eliza G underscore fitness. You can find it, my website on the show notes and all that good stuff. I make nutrition plans, meal plans, um, have consultations with clients to figure out what we can do to better help them get regular, defeat some blood issues, lose some weight, gain some muscle, kind of whatever you need to do, whatever you're feeling and more so getting down to the root cause of it. So if anybody ever has any inquiries about that, hit me up on Instagram, send me an email, very open to it. Awesome. So today's podcast is pretty fun and I'm really excited to share with you just a couple of um, more motivational uh, topics and a couple little measurable things. We'll be talking about bone broth. We'll be talking about who you surround yourself with. You'll be talking more about um, just some other motivational things that will help you through um, any kind of stagnation you have in your life or if you're just kind of at the precipice of this big monumental thing that you're about to make a decision. Um, you know, this I feel like this will kind of just be a good jumping off point for anyone, whatever stage of your life that you're in, or it'll just be a good reminder. Um, I also feel like this will be a good one to share with others. You know who you are. All right, so before we get into it, a big, big, big reason why Hotter Than Health has been able to keep going is just because of you guys. So if you wouldn't mind, go on to iTunes, go on to SoundCloud, wherever you're watching or watching, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go on, subscribe, 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 search on iTunes, Hotter Than Health. We're everywhere except for Spotify and I don't know why. So if you're good at podcasting and or figuring out the internet. would love your help. But yeah, go on, subscribe, like, leave a comment. That would be so incredible, so helpful. Really helps us spread the word. Cool. So we will get into it. I'll have some of these things in the show notes at the end of the show, but uh, just make sure you're listening because I feel like there's going to be some good shit today. Not literally, just figuratively, which is not normal. So I want to start off with talking a little bit about one of the big questions that I get is how do I stay motivated? How do I stay dedicated? And whether that be with getting to the gym, eating healthy, um, you know, waking up and having a morning routine every single day or saying no to things, ordering a specific way at restaurants. Um, so one thing, the first thing I like to let people know when they ask how I stay motivated is that I don't, oh God, is that I don't. I, some days, some weeks, some months, I'm not motivated. I'm not dedicated. I feel like I have, um, I feel like I have almost a resentment sometimes to my workouts, to the food that I'm eating. Sometimes I feel like I am eating so healthy that, you know, I, I don't want to cheat. So I won't go out and cheat on a meal, but I'll just overdo the healthy foods. And that's fine. I'm not telling anyone to not eat a bunch of vegetables, but 
you know, if you're eating like six helpings of something, I like volume when I eat and sometimes I overcompensate and then I just, I've been trying to get to this place in my life where I'm like, okay, fuck it. Like I just have the French fries or have that cookie or have that pina colada. Not really, but you know what I mean? You know, I'd rather be able to really enjoy a meal or really enjoy a workout without the feeling of guilt afterwards, just because if I feel guilty afterwards, then I'll try and fix that by eating super healthy and then I'll resent that food and it's just a really vicious cycle. So I'm trying to get to this place where I balance it because genuinely I'm not motivated every single day. That's impossible. Um, But what I do tell people is that my vision is what carries me through. And I know that seems really broad, but let me, let me backtrack a little bit. So when I was in college, I broke my back in a car accident and I realized that I was super, super fortunate to be able to move again, to be able to walk around, to be able to run. So that's when I started, started getting into more personal training and learning more about the body just from a scientific standpoint. And then I, I've always really been into nutrition, but I took it to the next level after that. And I just started learning and learning and absorbing everything that I could, um, implementing everything that I could. I've done, um, you know, macro-based, I've done plant-based. I was vegan in college for a little bit. And then I went back to doing a kind of regular all-American diet, but extra healthy. And then I went on a diet where I was just like super high in protein, super low in carb, never keto or anything like that. But super low in carb. And, you know, that was working well for me. And I was experimenting. But, you know, maybe a year or two ago, I just started almost, I started almost resenting my workouts. I I would get so caught up in, you know, the physique of it. I was like, oh my God, my butt's starting to go away. Like my butt's getting smaller. I don't know what to do. So I would go into the gym only with the intention of like getting a good butt pump, which is fine sometimes but it's not sustainable. I feel like I was burning myself out. And then I realized I, and I'm not kidding you. The whole reason we're having this podcast today is because this has been in the matter of a few days that I've taken a step back and I have said, okay, how do I make this lifestyle sustainable? And it was so simple to me. I just, I looked back and I said, what do I want to do? Why am I here? Like, what is my why? And it was because I want to help people and it's because I want to perform. I want to perform to the best of my ability, whether that be communicating to people uh, more intentionally, whether that be getting in the gym and running a little faster or getting a little stronger or having better agility. Um, And it's also a matter of I want to learn how to fuel myself properly and I want to use that education to inspire people, not just for the aesthetically the aesthetic of it. You know, I I don't need a six pack abs. I don't need a huge bubble, butt. I just want to be healthy and I want to feel good. And I feel like that's more sustainable. And I feel like just in the past three days, my workouts have been 10 times better. I haven't been doing that. I haven't been doing them for the end result. I've been doing it for the moment and I've been doing it. You know, I, I used for the past few months, I had been going to the gym and whenever I did my sprints, I just, I would get so burnt out. I was just, after the first one, I was just like, I don't want to even be here. So I'd be at the gym for 10 minutes at a time and I'm not exaggerating. And now that I'm looking back and saying, I just want to 
feel so good. I want to move my body. I want to, you know, stretch out my arms, stretch out my legs. And once I started getting more creative with my workouts and actually listening to my body, doing what felt right to me, I started to enjoy my workouts more. I had been doing more yoga and now I'm more flexible than I have been in since I was like nine. When you look at kids and they're all limber and stuff, you're like, Oh my God, I can't even touch my toes. I feel like I'm getting back to that. I feel like if you are so stuck on a routine or a reason, then you're going to be stagnant. You have to constantly be evolving with your workouts. You have to constantly be evolving with your mindset. So if your mindset is staying stationary, then that's, you know, with why you're in the gym, that probably won't work. So you have to have this bigger vision. And I knew overall that this was a part of my lifestyle. I wanted it to be this way forever. And the only way I could do that is by creating these habits. And I know that was a long-winded way of saying this, but here's, here's what I'm really getting to. People ask how I'm motivated. And I know I was just talking about speaking more eloquently and here I am just blah, 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 blah. But here we are. So people ask how I stay motivated and I say I don't. What I do do is I create systems in my life. And let me tell you something. I am the least organized person that I know. You know, I don't color code things. My room is never messy, but, you know, I've got like multiple shirts on a bunch of different hangers. My drawers aren't organized. I don't have, you know, I don't have like a big agenda calendar that I look at every single day. I have like two apps on my phone that I really use and I'm, I'm really terrible at organizing things. I don't know how to create systems and business and things like that. Like those are the things I need help with. But what I do know is that I have a morning routine, I have a nighttime routine, and I have a couple things that I have to do throughout the day in order for me to know how to perform. And if I can just get those few things done, then everything else falls into place. Habit is really the only way to get through those times when you're not feeling motivated or dedicated. So it's, you know, creating a habit is, it's so important because motivation and dedication are simply not they're not enough at times. And the things that you formed as habits will carry you through the times that you're not motivated. So what I do in the morning is I wake up, I do not look at my phone for the first probably realistically 20 minutes that I'm up. I lay in bed, I stretch out super huge in my bed, I go into the kitchen, I start the kettle, then I go brush my teeth, wash my face as soon as I'm done with that, the kettle is usually ready, I pour my water over my coffee, and then I drink my 32 ounces of room temperature water, have my hot water with lemon and a little bit of pink sea salt. And while I'm sipping on those, either my coffee or my uh, hot water with lemon, I'm still not looking at my phone. I'm on my bed. I'm reading a page of the Daily Stoic. And I do this not selfishly. There's a big difference between being selfish and taking time for yourself. I do this for time for myself because I know that if I can dedicate those first 20 minutes of my day to my habits, then my whole day is still in my control. It, it sets up the mindset that my day is not controlled by the first text message that I see that may have been like from work saying, maybe someone messed up or maybe something went wrong and maybe it's your fault. Or if you don't know whose fault it is, maybe you think it's automatically your fault. You're not wired for stress that whole day. Um, so I know that if I take those 20 minutes in the beginning of the day, yeah, I might have to wake up really early to do it, but it's worth it. Um, so I'll do that. I'll highlight what I need to highlight in the daily stoic. I'll sit in my bed for no joke, at least just 60 seconds after I'm done with all that. It's probably been about 15 minutes at that point. 
then I will check my phone. Then I can look at, you know, what's going on with work. Then I can look at my priorities. Like last podcast, I was talking about the seven priorities that I have throughout the day. I have a little tally on there and I can click when I have completed them. I'll say, okay, what is the number one on here? What is number two? What is number three? Where do I need to start today? So I'll get up, I'll get dressed. I don't just wear pajamas all over the house all day. I like to get dressed, not anything fancy, but I make sure that I'm wearing things that I wouldn't just wear to bed. Um, And then I have my day. Then I start my day. I try and have my workout in the beginning of the day just because if I don't, then I know that I'm an energy loser, which is what I've said before. Um, I'm an energy like spender. So I wake up with my most energy and throughout the day, um, I keep using it and using it and using it until the end of the day. You know, I, I don't have any more. Um, some people are better at working out at night. I know personally that when I work up, wake up in the morning, I know that if I don't go take a class or if I don't go to the gym, get some sprints in and a quick lift, then I'm not going to do it throughout the day. And I want to perform in the gym like I do throughout my day. I want to perform to the best of my ability. I I don't want to do it just for one small, simple reason, like to get a big butt. I want to do it overall for performance. Like I want to perform in my business. I want to perform for my clients. I want to perform for the people in the gym when I'm coaching. I want to do the best that I can for everybody that I'm with. Um, And the only way that I can do that is because of those simple habits throughout the morning. So I know that not everyone has the type of lifestyle where they can do that. I don't really even. It's only three or four days a week where I do. Otherwise, I'm waking up at 3.30 in the morning to coach classes, and then my days look a little bit different. But even when I do wake up at 3.30 in the morning, I'm still doing my hot water with lemon, my coffee, my daily stoic, and not looking at my phone for the first 20 minutes. So if, if you're one of those people that continuously gets out of your routine, gets out of habit. Maybe you go to the, you're one of those people that you go to the gym for two months and you knock shit out and you're feeling so good and then you drop off drastically. And I know a lot of people that are like that. But the reason is because, uh, the reason for that, if you're one of those people, it's because motivation and dedication is not enough. You know, an eight-week challenge is great if you're just one of those competitive people, but then if you're just gonna drop right off afterwards, it's not worth it. So, what you need to do is set up a system for yourself and make appointments with yourself. Make sure that you're getting to the gym before 10 a.m. If it's on the weekend, you know, I hate to say it. I know that those might be like rest days for some people, but if you skipped a bunch of days throughout the week, but you know that on a Sunday you can get to the gym, you have a little bit of time, that's going to help set up your entire week. So if you go on a Sunday and, you know, go for an incline walk for 30 minutes, turn on a Netflix show on your phone, do whatever you need to do, turn your phone off. It doesn't matter. Just think as much as you might not want to think about anything. Um, sometimes it's nice to think about things. Sometimes it's good to get inside your own head, like get scared. It's not just, you know, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. So you need to create these habits for yourself because if you don't, then you will find quickly, and maybe you already have, you just didn't realize it. Um, Ha- uh, motivation and dedication are just not enough. So you have to have a bigger picture. You have to have a bigger vision. For me, I want to perform well. I want to perform well for my clients. And the only way I can do that is to be a performer for myself in the gym and with my nutrition and my meal prepping and things like that. So um, then the next thing, and it kind of segues into this, and I've been thinking more and more about this with my own business and my own life. I feel like in the past year or so, like I I definitely have friends. I love my friends so much, but I only genuinely spend time with a handful of people because 
one, I, I spend the entire day around people talking to people and so I get my energy from being alone and kind of going inward. So when I get the chance to be alone, I really like to be alone. And they say, and I'm sure we've heard this, but if you haven't, they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around. And I'm sure that you remember seeing those movies about like bullies in high school or mean girls in middle school or high school. Um, I just remember that you could always hear the parents saying things like, well, you know, you know, we don't want you hanging out with that person because they're bad news and we don't want you to become bad news too. And, you know, sometimes you just want to hang out with who you want to hang out with and you think that they're cool, but overall, like if they're not actually feeding you and making you better, then why would you hang out with them? So if you right now are at this point in your life where you feel like, you know, you're really happy, but you know, there's a little bit more, you know, you could push a little further, get out of your comfort zone and like make something else happen for yourself. You know, you're not quite at your peak of where you could be as a human. And, you know, there's a, there's a bigger purpose for you whether it's in business, whether it's in health, whether it's just in relationships, whether you're a person of faith, anything like that, there's something bigger for you. And you don't know exactly what that is, but you know people that you respect. You know the people that make you feel good. Um, And you also, if you're at that point in your life where you're feeling really stressed and down and you wake up every day with a little bit of anxiety, you know, obviously the first thing you should do is start waking up with no phone. But genuinely this is that point in your life. Like if you're waiting for a sign, then this is it. If you're feeling any way, like you're not where you want to be, which you should never settle. But if you feel like you could get a little farther, it is time to take inventory of the people that you're spending your time with. And I don't mean quit your job or, you know, (laughs) um, cuss out your boss or switch teams at work or anything like that. But In the time that you do have in your own control, think about who you're spending your time with. Are you spending time with, are they all super stressed? Think about the top five or six or seven people that you hang out with all the time. Are they stressed out people? Are they action-based or do they talk a lot? Are they proud of you? Do they actually clap when things happen for you? Are they genuine about seeing you succeed, whether that be with or without them? And that's a big question to ask because a lot of people will say that they want you to do well, but as soon as you get ahead of them, that's when they start to backtrack and say, start to say mean things or, um, you know, that's when their true colors will show when you start succeeding without them. Um, and it seems like you don't need them or they're propelling, you're propelling in a way that's a little bit above their status quo or what they want for themselves? Um, And are they moving you forward? And if they are just filler friends or if they're just around and not doing that much for you, then they're holding you back. Um, At at this point in my life, this might be a little aggressive. I only want people that are helping me needle move. And I don't mean people that are like, just helping me with my business or anything like that, or just motivating me or complimenting the podcast or anything like that. I want people around me that are smarter than me, that are trying to learn. I want people around me that want to be around themselves. If, if you're not happy with yourself, then there are bigger things that you need to work on. But I want to surround myself with people that are excited to learn, 
and that can take constructive criticism, which is something that, of course, I'm working on and that everyone works on. But I want people that are working on their own confidence. And, you know, at this point in my life, I want everyone to have a strength that I don't have. And I want to learn from everybody that I can. And if that means slowly phasing some people out of your life, then that's what that means. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you calling that person and saying, hey, excuse me, we are no longer going to spend time together. It's saying no to one or more happy hours. It's replacing those times where instead of being alone, instead of hanging out with that person, spend it doing something productive or go for a walk, go to a new gym, go to a, you know, a new coffee shop and just sit there and hang out. You can bring a book. It's not weird. You know, there are a lot of things that you can do to replace that time with people so that it's not like you're missing out. Um, but you know, it might be that you need to unfollow them on social media. It may be that you need to, you know, unfortunately decline some invitations. You might feel a little bit of that fear of missing out, but it will bring you so much joy to know that the only reason that you are eliminating or decreasing the amount of time that you spend with that person, the only reason you're doing that is to create that opening for more productive time, more productive people, happier people, more motivating people, more inspiring people, um, not just inspiring people, but inspiring moments. You want to be able to be able to uh, sit in your car and hear a podcast and get pumped the fuck up or hear a song and say, wow, I really want to go work out. Or you really want to be able to be in that mindset where you're able to, you know, you're able to say no to things without feeling so guilty. Once you do, you'll be able to say no to foods that make you feel shitty more easily. You'll be able to feel more confident in saying yes to things and learning new things and taking more risks because you know that the people that you're going to eventually be surrounding yourself are not going to be a safety net for you, but they're going to push you. And they're not going to push you into things that they think that you're not going to succeed in. It's never a guarantee. Of course it's not. But you want people that want you to get scared. You, I, I want people to say, yeah, life is short. You need to do this. You know, you have to, you have to believe that if there, if you think, if there's 1% of you that thinks that you could be better and that you could live a better, happier, more satisfied life, I don't mean more money. I don't mean a bigger house. I don't mean being able to go buy more clothes. I don't mean, you know, creating your own business, but if there's 1% of you that could be 1% happier then it's possible and you can do it today. And whether it's taking charge of your nutrition, like give me a call, we can set up meal plans or whether it be getting up after this podcast, going for a walk around your office or knowing that you have a happy hour after work that's not mandatory, but maybe you wanna go for, maybe you wanna go for a walk. Maybe you just wanna go grocery shopping. Maybe you just wanna fucking go home and read a book. You know, there are a million things that you could do. You can go have a glass of wine at a bar, sit at the bar by yourself, and that is okay. That does not make you weird. That does not make you reclusive. That does not make you a loner. That does not make you an introvert. That makes you, you're observant. You're observing things. You're spending time getting out of your comfort zone, doing something new. If you want to go see a movie by yourself, or if there's this one person at work who is above you and that you want to learn from, send them an email 
right now. I have a hundred people that I've worked with who work at a desk job at a nine to five. And I can guarantee unto you that they are not the CEO owner of that company. Go send an email to the top revenue producer in your office. Say, Hey, I'd love to pick your brain. Let's get a coffee. Or maybe there's someone at your gym who you see all the time, who you're super motivated by say, Hey, how's it going? Like I might be kind of weird, but just wanted to say, hi. I see you here all the time. And just, you know, I'm kind of starting out Would love any, you know, tips that you have when you were first starting out. I'm not kidding you. These people are just humans. Make a connection with them. It'll change your life. And every little step that you take to get uncomfortable and to get outside of your own daily habits that aren't serving you, that is when you're going to start to see change. You are not going to start to see change if you continue to hang out with the same people. I can guarantee you that if you are spending your time with people that are constantly stressed out or talking shit about people, you're going to begin to get stressed out and talk shit about people. But if you're surrounding yourself with people that want to do better, that want to try new things, that want to be spontaneous, but also they're okay with saying no to things and maybe they're not going to go out every weekend, then you know, you're going to be a little bit more confident making those decisions and making those calls for yourself. Because in the end, you die with yourself, you're born with yourself. And if you say no to something, people might care for the first five minutes, then they're going to be over it. They're really not going to care. And, you know, that might make you feel bad. But at the end, the only person you need to be caring about is yourself and like the five people that really feed you. Because the more that they are feeding you good, the more you're able to feed them good and feed others good. Okay, tangent over. Two quick things. These are measurable things. And I wanted to talk about a couple different types of cardio. I know that everyone likes different cardio, but you know, if you are, I, I know that I talk a lot about not doing a ton of ton of cardio. I definitely think weight training and high intensity and like hot yoga are my favorites. But um, if you are trying to shed a couple of extra pounds and maybe you're just starting off in the gym, then here are a couple of different things that you can do. So you can just do like grind it out cardio 20 to 30 minutes a day for three or three to five days a week, hop on the Stairmaster, grind it out, incline walk up and down, you know, change the resistance, change it up 10 incline, 12 incline, 15 incline at like 3.0. I like walking with my hands on my head for a minute on a minute off. Um, it helps exaggerate your steps and it helps kind of feel it in your booty a little bit more, but, um, this morning, for instance, I did 10 minutes of sprints on a 2.5 incline at 10.5 speed, 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. So I did that for 10 minutes. Then I went and lifted. Um, and at the end of my workout for 15 minutes, I did a incline walk at 15 incline, 3.5 speed. Um, that was kind of fun. Another way that I like to get my cardio in is during my lifts. So if I'm doing back squats and let's say, um, good mornings with a barbell, which is like a hamstring workout and a glute and quad workout either way. So if I'm doing those two weightlifting moves on leg day, then in between, maybe I'll do 15 burpees or maybe I'll do high knees, or maybe I'll do some mountain climbers, um, which are all moves to get your heart rate up. So what I like to do just to be more efficient, I like to do that during my workouts, like three to four days a week, just so that I can make sure I'm my heart rate stays up nice and high and I can stay in that fat burning zone. But it's not too far of a fat burning zone where I'm not burning fat and I'm burning sugar and that's a whole nother blah, blah, blah. But either way, you want to stay in that fat burning zone. Um, but the reason I say incline walking as opposed to just regular walking, which is great, you know, move your body. That's amazing. But if you're serious about burning just a little bit of fat, then you want to stay in that heart rate or that fat burning zone. And if you don't know what your fat burning zone or that heart rate 
um, that heart rate zone is that you need to be in. It's a super simple mathematical equation. Um, take the number 220. And, and this is for people that if you have like a Fitbit or if you use a tracker for your um, heart rate, I don't necessarily trust the treadmills or the heart rate monitors on like the Stairmaster or things like that. But just a rough estimate, um, you want to take the number 220, subtract subtract your age and then multiply it by either 50% to 70%. So for me, my max heart rate would be, um, so 220 minus 25, I'll be 26 in March, by the way, um, 220 minus 25 is 195 times 0 0.50. That's around 97. And then I'll do it by 220 minus 25 times 0 0.70, that's 136. So like 190 to 136, or 136 to 190 is the heart rate range that I want to be in. So, you know, that's my fat burning zone. That's around where I'll stay. You can do that by yourself. Again, it's 220 minus your age, multiply it by 50%. And then do that same thing, multiply it by 70%. That's your range. So if you are in that heart rate burning zone or fat burning zone, then stay in it for like 15, 20, 30 minutes. Highly recommend it. If you're one of those people that's super busy, then you don't want to waste your time. And I, that's what I recommend doing. So that is what I will say as far as cardio. Those are some of my favorite ways to get it done. I like sprints and then I like incline walking. I also really love the... Um, doing the hip moves in between your lifts. Cool, cool, cool. So this went on a little longer than I expected, but I'm kind of happy with that. I, I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but I'm telling you, if you feel like you could be 1% happier, or if you feel like you are at this point where you want to be a little bit more successful, but you just don't know how to make that first step. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur, but you don't even know what the fuck kind of business you want to open, that's fine. Or if you want to be um, better in the gym and you don't know how to get there quite yet, that's fine. And if you want to just be the best at being you and just be a little happier, but keep your same lifestyle, that is also fine. What you can do is reevaluate the five people that you spend your most time with. And then you're going to have to get a little weird. You're going to have to just start surrounding yourself with different types of people. And I can guarantee you, they are open to it. If you want to spend time with someone there's a, there's a likelihood that they would like to spend time with you as well. They might already have their core group of friends, but that is not to say that they don't want to grab a coffee with you. And that is not to say that they don't want to have a, some kind of relationship with you, even if you don't hang out all the time. It's not like they all need to be your best friends. But think about who you're surrounding yourself on a daily basis and and use that. And, and really think about those people. Think, okay, if I were to describe them, how would I describe them? Are, and if you're not even sure then ask yourself, how have they in the past week, two weeks, three weeks, month, year, how have they made you better? And if you cannot think of more than one reason, there you go. All right. So that has been this episode, episode 27 of Hotter Than Health. I'm going to go take this face mask off. It's got pineapple enzymes in it freaking burns. So I'm going to take it off. Hopefully I'll be beautiful afterwards. Also, I just made a little video live on my Instagram of 
uh, how to make chia gel, which I'm very passionate about. So make sure you watch it and uh, listen next week. We will talk more on um, lots of fun stuff. I don't know what yet. So always feel free to give me topic ideas, ask questions, all that, um, all that good stuff. But love you guys so much. Like, share, subscribe, love, and uh, tell your friends. So this is Hotter Than Health, the podcast. I will talk to you guys next week.